Talk, the home of where the talking is good. <laughs> it feels so useless during our opening. It's so cause, great, Because you've got it figured out, man. I I'm do. just going to let you do your I'm thing. There. We're here. I'll be all the eye candy. You're just, you know, you're, you're just the pretty face. <laughs> okay, yeah. I am the prettiest of all I've faces. never thought of myself as the brain, <laughs> but I'm the brain and you're the pretty face. Well, I never thought myself as the pretty face, so, you know. <laughs> That's the world we live man. in. Up is down. Let down us know is in the up. comments below who's the brain, who's the pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> what if they say you're both? <laughs> and then I'm just here. That'd be so sweet. <laughs> Robert's just there. He's a. Uh, oh man, this is a weird start. <laughs> anyway, well, you got you know you got the Fabio hair, and I mean perfect teeth. I'm just like me. <laughs> got hey, the big gap, that's just a and my hair is kind of doing its own thing. The way you are, he Amen. wants to use you, and yep. there's nothing wrong with you being you. I think it's honestly like low key why my favorite saying is Jesus is the cure for the insecure. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, if he made me this way, who am I to complain about yeah. it? You know what I mean? It's like that scripture in Romans that says, "Who is the clay to talk back to the potter right. how it's made?" <laughs> that's how I feel sometimes. That's Robert. <laughs> that's me. I'm like that verse is for Robert. <laughs> <laughs> it's really made me secure in all of my insecurities like my hair my nose my face you know Man. just all the list goes on but i'm like god made it it's perfect that's right you're Boom. perfect buddy Aww, you're thanks. perfect the way if you we are. were closer we would hug you know but you know, we got microphones <laughs> we are close enough to hug. we do hug regularly but if we, we were closer now it would be like yeah. a we can touch a little I bit. I feel like sometimes we're from Scrub or uh, on Friends when they're hugging and they're like, do we do this too much? Yeah, I feel like, well, I mean, we hug all the time. So. I remember when we first uh, entered into the pandemic of COVID-19, uh, it was really hard to do our videos together because we had to be six feet yeah, apart. Yeah, that was a weird time. I did not like that because we're very much, if you haven't noticed, we feed off each other a lot. Yeah. And we, you know, we, we like to be weird, you know? We couldn't, hey, we, we could only be so weird. We had to be a new level of weird because yeah. of COVID. So. A new level. We had to be six feet. <laughs> Our weirdness had to be good enough to stretch across six it feet. It still felt to, like yeah, it, you know? So, I mean, yeah, we had to up our game for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, we're going to jump into the topic of the day. Last time we had our podcast, we had a memorable quote uh, type yeah. deal. I forgot exactly. Oh, wait, no, wait, no. Wait, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can remember. You said if you want to change the world, you need to change yourself. Hey, look That's at you, right. bro. But yeah. then with that, I think you also extended a challenge about smart goals, and then we yep. changed it to smart A goals. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you're listening to this podcast today hopefully you're keeping up your smart yep. a goals you yep. know you got yep. your good yep. goals Make i don't remember the, the, uh, the acronym uh, yep the acronym yeah i don't remember what it is I can, I can google it there's but, the s know, the m the a the r the t That's and right. the a again yeah yeah so <laughs> hopefully you're doing them you know? i know achievable is one of them uh, realistic another one put a time period on uh, time period uh, i just forget what the s is what's uh, the s see now sim- i'm gonna have to google uh, it simple no simple was it simple it was simple i don't think it was simple here we go here we go here we go i think Someone uh, is probably goals. thinking, "How do these guys <laughs> not remember?" <laughs> Here's the thing: we don't shoot these all like back to back to back to back all, right. all the time. You know, Here we so go: we, specific, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time. Yeah, and then we add another oh. A, but I don't remember what it was. So <laughs> awesome, you know, make it yeah, awesome. Awesome, <laughs> it was amazing. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> so, so hopefully you're keeping up with your goals because those were good things to do. I they believe are. it was awesome. So hope you're doing it. But today we're talking about my favorite quote or my favorite thing that changed me. Because the original question, what what is a memorable quote or scripture verse mm-hmm. that has changed you? Mm-hmm. And I think Robert could even echo this too. There, there's so many quotes. There's so many there verses is. that mean a lot How do you to me. One? Uh, but one 
uh, secular uh, quote that has really helped me mm-hmm. in my life. Uh, I was very much involved in theater when I was a kid. Theater. Theater. Uh, I'm, I still feel like a kid, even though I'm 31 yeah. years old. I st- someone, even as I was coming into this podcast, I was like walking through the kitchen. And I was like slapping my knees because that's just what I do. You know, I'm, I'm a, I do that. And someone's you like, you know, oh, it's thought- Cody coming down the hall. Yeah, they're like, oh, I thought you were a child. And I was like, I am a child. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect it to be you when I you walked in the room. You. I am a child. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, but I was a theater kid. I was very much involved in the, the arts, if you will. I was not a sportsy guy, but I enjoyed art. I enjoyed theater. I enjoyed that type of thing. So um, when I was in high school, I had a, a, a theater director. His name was Mr. Kraft. Shout out to Kraft, whoever you are today, whatever you're Hope doing Hope your day's today. going well, Mr. Kraft. Yeah, man. I know he's not at Bob Jones anymore. Oh. He's now doing uh, Huntsville City Arts Director. Or nice. Something like that. So he's moved on. He's doing other things now. Sounds but, fancy. But there was something he used to tell us in theater uh, when it came to like our character development okay. and while we were in the moment of our... You're there. You're there. Yeah. You know, doing our monologues or just mm-hmm. acting, and and his thing that he would always say is risk failure, and I okay. always really liked that because risk essentially failure. he he said that like you know you should get hmm. so in tune with your character that you're playing that you almost become them, and so it's like yeah. you have to get to a place where you're starting to think like what would this person do, and yeah. like you want to react how that person reacts, you want to talk how that person reacts, and and his his version of risk failure is like if it feels right. Do it. Mm. If if you feel like you need to do it, try it. Go for it. See what happens. Explore that. And I always took that to heart, risk failure. And I think it very much intertwines with faith and and hearing from the Holy Spirit and walking with God. And it's something that I've always kind of Mm. really leaned back on. I might not always wake up every day and be like, I'm going to risk failure today. (laughs) But, you know, it's something that I was like, dang, like I I, I do find myself doing that on a regular basis. If if God is leading me into something or if I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do— Go for it, yeah. you know. And if and if it's wrong, like God's going to help me through, and He's going to correct me, or He's going to show me what I should have done better, or maybe whatever. Maybe it was something weird I ate that day, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know. Yeah, but yeah. but risk failure has just always been something that stood out to me. And I don't know if that resonates with you, but that's sure. that's that's where that's where I'm at. That's my favorite quote. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's me. That's me. <laughs> that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Uh, so good. Uh, I think. Uh, well, before we move on, dude, I, this is going to be really, really weird, but okay. it's kind of really distracting me. And, All right. And I feel like if we get into post. And you're like, why didn't you tell me? Oh, you're no. gonna be mad. What's in my you're, hair? You're <laughs> what's in my what's in my mouth? This guy? this guy? Yeah. So put it under your hair. I, I don't know if you need to do like a Fabio, like okay. All right. like, like we'll, we'll fix it. There it is. All there it right. is. I, I feel like you would have got <laughs> mad at me and posted. It'd almost be like if we shot a whole video and like I had a booger in my nose and you didn't Dude, tell me about yes. it. Yes. So I, I was just ministering on this the other day because uh, in the book of James it talks about you know as a uh, you know when you look in the mirror you know it's like when a man looks the word of God essentially should be right. like a mirror to you. Right. Yeah. When you look in a mirror and then you look away and you pass away or whatever like the yeah, word you should help what you. manner of man you. Exactly. When you look in a mirror, you know, usually you're checking yourself and the word of God is like that. You should be checking yourself and seeing what's wrong with you. Mm -hmm. And I was like thinking like, if you ever walked in a mirror and you saw you had a booger hanging out of your nose, like you're not going to leave that booger hanging out of your nose. First off, you're going to be mad because you walked by like 10 people on the way to the mirror and no one told you you had a freaking booger hanging out of your nose. (laughs) So thank you. I appreciate that. You're a a good guy. Should we hug? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. Try to hug. Anyway, that was a tangent. So. Feel like Use the word of God like a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> Side it, note there. And, and 
the thing about it is the word of God shows you who you're really supposed exactly. to be. So it's like the only genuine mirror. You know, I know like uh, the movie Clueless, she's like, I don't use mirrors. I take pictures because mirrors lie to me, you know. And so <laughs> I feel like that's the difference between like looking in the word of God and looking in a mirror. You can really see who you're supposed to be. So mm. spend time in the word, spend time looking into who you really are so you can live that out. Risk failure is such a great quote because uh, whatever you'd want to call it, um, I feel like that's how I got here and mm. how you got here and how Rachel got here. Um, you know, when Rachel moved from Indiana, I'll use my wife as an example. She knew nobody here mm-hmm. but Pastor Mark, Pastor Ron, and she barely knew them. Yeah. She had no job lined up. She had no living arrangements lined up. She had no- nothing. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, I'm willing to take this risk. And I think the 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 paradox, if you will, of that statement is a lot of people are so afraid of failure, they never risk anything. Mm. And if you don't risk anything, you never really find out if you can do something. Yeah. And uh, we, I have a personal saying. I, I say I would rather fail trying than not try at all. Exactly. At least try. Yeah, at least, right? Risk at failure has become at least try. <laughs> See how that works? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remade it. <laughs> I remade it. I made it my own. <laughs> I made it my own. And that's something we say here at the youth group yeah. all the time, at least, at least try. try. And uh, I think that's the same thing, you know, and, and we, I want to take a step back because this is just who I am and how I always do things. Uh, you always go to the word of God first to mm-hmm. see if this is appropriate. Sure, Should I absolutely. take a risk on that? And if it's something that's contrary to the word of God, then you obviously don't take a risk right. on it. You know, my girlfriend's wanting to take the next step. Should I risk it? Or, you know, you know, <laughs> uh, obviously, if it doesn't line up with God's word, yeah, we're, yeah, that's yeah. not what we're talking about. But when buy it comes the ring to, first. <laughs> yeah, put a ring <laughs> on it. Have the don't just buy it. Have the ceremony. Yeah. And then that's you can, the risk. That is the <laughs> that's ri- the one. <laughs> uh, anyways, so. <laughs> Uh, I just a meme of uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's a quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, popped in my head right there. And so I'll show it to you afterwards. <laughs> Won't make sense if we do it on here. But uh, I think that's the thing is a lot of people never reach their full potential. Even me now. I know God's calling me to step out on some things. Sure. And it's like, well, I mean, and you can probably testify to this. Even on a Wednesday night service yeah. when we feel like the Lord's given us a word and like he wants us to give us a tongue and interpretation. We're like, is that right? <laughs> How do I step out? But it's like we we're always so quick to get gripped with fear, mm-hmm. which is not what the word of God says. It says we yeah. have not been given a spirit of fear right. or timidity, but of power love and a sound mind and so when we get that sense and we feel like god is telling us to do something we need to just you know and i think that's what courage is courage Mm -hmm. is finding the power to do something in the midst of being afraid Mm. and i think it's just okay i'm going to be courageous here and i'm going to step out in faith and i'm going to do what i sense in my heart like you said yeah and they taught us that in bible school what seems right in here if you don't have any checks what seems good then do it red light green light red light green light absolutely it's a fun game we should play that sometime but anyways (laughs) um yeah and so i think if we never you know, like I think of Peter getting out of the boat. I was just thinking about yeah? that. Yes, dude. Yeah, I was just thinking because obviously, you know, Jesus was out there walking on the water and Peter was like, dang, I want to do that too, <laughs> but I, can, I can't do that. That's God. Yeah. That, and this is me. This is me. But Jesus like said, hey, come on out. Mm. Do it. Yeah. And what's crazy is, is it first started with Peter having the thought of like, well, let me ask God if I can do it. You know, mm. and and he, mm. he 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 first that's thought, well, like, let me at least ask. You yeah, know, like, that's awesome. Like, you know, he could have just sat there. Yeah, he, yeah, he could have yeah. just sat in the boat and coasted by, like right. a lot of Christians do. They just coast. Yeah, they get their com- They get the word that they want to get. They listen to the, you know, they they do the prayer time that they want. They, you know, they reach the threshold that they can handle yeah. or whatever, yeah. and they just coast by in the water. And there's nothing. 
inherently wrong with that. Right. But it's not exactly where God wants you to be. And right. if you're sitting in the boat and you're like, hey, I, I feel like I'm supposed to do that, or hey, that seems intriguing to me. And Peter was like, hey, if that's you, God, I love that. Call me that's out. That's awesome. Cody. And yeah. and Peter stepped out. Yeah, yeah. You know, it says that we 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 live by faith and not by sight. Right. You know, by our natural minds, that seems crazy. That seems stupid mm. to mm-hmm. jump to, to step out into the water. It does, right? In a normal situation, you're just gonna sink. <laughs> right, right. But but Jesus was out there, and Peter knew, like, hey, that's God, mm. and and He wants me to do the things that He's doing. Yeah. So let me go out there and do it. I really love what you just said, and I don't know that I've ever really seen it in that light, even though I've read that so many times. Is He checked with the Lord first? Yeah. He didn't just. He just didn't do his own thing. And Peter was a rebel. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he, he was, man. Probably, he was, he was the one kinda... that probably would have just went out there and do it. But he <laughs> yeah. asked first. Like, good yeah. guy. He's like, Jesus, YOLO. <laughs> but uh, I, that is fantastic, and that's an awesome revelation to have. Because if you check with the Lord first, you're not really risking anything. That's true. Yeah. Like, there was no risk involved. The moment Jesus said, come, risk went out the window. Sure. And failure went out the window because he had a word from God. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the way Pastor Mark, I heard him say it 20-some years ago when I first came here. He said, Peter wasn't really walking on the water. He was walking on the word. Mm-hmm. Jesus gave him a word, and he was yeah. walking on the word. But that's such a good way. I've never really looked at it that way. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. He, <laughs> he asked the Lord first, Yeah, is this right? Mm-hmm. And when Jesus was like, dude, come on out here. Yeah. The water's good. And in that moment, failure went out the window, risk went out the window because he had a word from God and he just did it. And I want to visit this too. And I'm going to be talking about this Wednesday night, actually. Uh, you know, he, cause I'm talking about leaving the shallows and going deeper. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he left some stuff behind. Mm-hmm. He left the boat, the he comfort. left his friends, yep. the comfort. Uh, I can imagine what was going on in his head. Like, what are these other guys going to think? Because, you know, I think of, like, modern-day society, and I think of, like, my friends, like you and Wesley and stuff like that. Like, we we banter back and forth. We may, But if I stepped out of a boat thinking I could walk on water and I went in, how harshly would you guys burn me? I mean, come on. Oh, my gosh. It'd be so funny. (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, dude, go out there. Yeah. (laughs) But even if I did, you guys, like, and I fell and I sank, you guys would be like, yeah, what (laughs) this guy? Who thinks he can walk on water? Well, I mean, even, I mean, you bring up such a good point, though, because all the disciples, like, they're a bunch of young I mean, essentially, Jesus was leading like a youth group out there. So they were just a bunch of kids out there in this boat. And he's like, look, look at this Peter guy going out there, you jumping out into the water. I've like, never <laughs> studied the age of them, so I don't know. But that's amazing. They, I mean, they were. I mean, from, from what I understand is, you know, Jesus was in his 30s. But a lot of these dudes true. were in the age range of like 16 to like 23. Mm. So a lot of them were like, you know, youth, young adults. So <laughs> he like, he's leading a youth group. He was. Like, that's so fantastic. They, he, I mean, they eventually uh, went on to be like these old right. dudes. You know, start, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they started out young, which That's is awesome. encouraging to a yeah. lot of young people. Like yeah. Jesus used young, broken people. That's awesome. And a lot of times they were illiterate people yeah. and people that were working jobs or, or professions that were considered lowly or yeah. not important. He used Fishers. these people to start the church. Yeah, the revival. Exactly. So I'm going to do that today. I'm going to study. I don't know why I never have, but yeah. I'm going to study like the age of the disciples yeah. when they were like on the shore fishing yeah and uh, i'll get back to you guys yeah i mean I, we can get really specifics that, that's that. everything that i've understood now. is Super that curious. it's anywhere from like 15 to 22 i think like, okay. i think john was like the youngest like he was like yeah. young boy okay. and that's why like he <laughs> young boy, <laughs> young boy. That's such a weird but that's way. why like he uh, and jesus had such a special bond is because mm. he lo- he was like i'm really gonna take care of this one like this mm. is my this is my baby boy you know wow. <laughs> my little boy <laughs> really brings uh you know and it always has but it brings it into like full 
uh, focus, how mm-hmm. important what we do. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Know? I, I mean, mean, they start young, and uh, you know, Jesus got them when they're young, and that's fantastic. And so, uh, yeah, I don't even know where we are now. Well, I mean, like even like so, even going to the, the young thing. I mean, one thing that I'm I was so envious of when I skated when I was a skateboarder because uh, I don't consider myself a skateboarder now. And whenever people ask, I'm like, no, don't. <laughs> I'm not. A, I, I don't skate anymore. I can stand on I can, one. I can and it do, takes me places. I can do a little bit, but I I don't yeah. do it anymore. You right. know, I I just don't do it. But because I'm scared. <laughs> I broke my arm once. I don't want to do it again. Right. It wasn't cool. Right. The risk was not worth it. Right. <laughs> so, but I, back to the youngness and even the risk. I think about it all the time. You know, when I was, uh, you know, a skater at like 11 or 12, I was always so jealous of the little four and five year olds mm. that were out there on the half pipe and just going for yeah. it because they had no fear. Yeah. They were just like, I see this guy doing it. I want to do it too. And they would just go and they would be so good at it because yeah. they had no fear. Right. They didn't care about the right. risk. They just said, that looks awesome. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I believe that, that that's something that, that always kind of comes into play. Like young people, like if you can get people young started early yeah. in yeah, something, yeah. then they're like super good at yeah. it later in life. So even like in your faith, as a young person, that's why we talk about all the time. Like now is the time. Yeah to learn how to pray. Now is the time to learn how to read your Bible. Now is the time to even try to talk to people about Jesus, to get out of your comfort zone and and dabble in these things because if you're good at it now, you're going to be great at it later. Yeah. And I think that that can easily segue into like Jesus using the disciples as young men. Like he started them young. Right. They were very impressionable. Right. They were young people and let's get them good at it now so when when I'm not here, mm-hmm. they can go out and, yeah. and, and just run with it. Yeah. And that's such a thing that is so important. We are developing life habits right now mm-hmm. as young people that will stick with us forever. And, and so, I'm young at 31. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'm young too. I won't disclose my age, but I'm super young. <laughs> I'm younger than Cody. So young. So young. But it's important how we live. Yeah. And uh, we don't want to be restricted. You talked about those four-year-olds and five-year-olds. I mean, they were able to enjoy something mm-hmm. because of the lack of fear, you know, like the half pipe. And there is risk that is associated with it, but they didn't let that stop them from getting out there and enjoying something and yeah. doing something that we are like, man, that's super cool, you yeah. know? And I think lots of times that's what happens, even for the Lord and with our call and who we are supposed to be as young people, is we do let the fear of risk and the risk of failure um, cripple us. Yeah. And when it cripples us, we don't enjoy the things that he wants us to enjoy. Yeah. And so, and one of the things he wants you to enjoy is life. Mm. And you can't l- enjoy life if you're always afraid. Yeah. And if you're crippled by it. And so we have to learn how to defeat that fear. And the best way I know how to defeat fear is my relationship with him. Mm. Because he always empowers me. And that's exactly what happened with Peter yeah. in the boat is it was his relationship with Jesus. It wasn't just that Jesus gave him a commandment sure. to come and then he walked on that water, but it was his relationship with Jesus that really produced the courage on the inside of right. him and the confidence on the inside of him that I can do this because I know that guy. Yeah. I know he's not going to let me down. I know he's not going to fail me. I know that he's there for me. And when you have that security in mm. God, God's not... because, And that's why he... And, and what you said, he went to Jesus first. Right. And when you know Jesus has told you to do it, man, He's when you know he's got your back... Come on, dude. Who cares? God is for me. Who can be against me? That's exactly right. When you know God's got your back in this, you can step out and walk on water and do things that defy the laws of this world. Do things that defy even like what the Apostle Paul told Timothy. Don't let anyone despise you because of your youth. As a young person, you can do great things. Mm -hmm. You really can. What usually holds us back is we're afraid. And since we're afraid, we don't take the risk. But if you will get lost in God, you'll get rid of that fear just like Peter did. You'll take the risk and then 
something amazing will happen, yeah. like being the only disciple that walked on water. Yeah, and I think there's something that, that needs to be said even in that account. You know, Peter was out there, and he was walking on Jesus' word. He mm-hmm. took the risk. He was doing it. But just because he was taking the risk doesn't mean that there was chaos happening all around him. Mm. You know, there was the storm was, was still, still there. It was a stormy night. It was yeah. a crazy situation going on because even in that moment, I believe that's the same account where they thought Jesus was a ghost. I don't remember if that's the same yeah. one or not, but it, there was a storm happening. And so that's when Jesus, uh, Peter was like, let me come out to you, you crazy guy. You yeah. know? Let us do it. So, But when he was out there, there was the wind and there was the waves. And so he took the initial risk and then he kind of got scared. Yeah. And that's yeah. Where why he was of, out there. Why he was out there. And mm-hmm. he took his eyes off Jesus and then he began to sink. But then he did the next thing. You know, he, he first asked to come out on the boat, and then he asked for Jesus' help. Yeah, through. So right. then Jesus Kept picked going him. going back to he, him. He pulled him back up, mm-hmm. and he still helped him out on the water. Yeah. And he, and he walked him back to the boat. And yeah. so what I'm trying to say is that when you step out in God— Yep. It might not always be roses and sunshine. Hmm. Sometimes it feels like roses and sunshine, right. but there might be moments where yeah, like, whoa, it gets a little bit weird, it gets mm-hmm. a little bit crazy. But even in that moment, continue in your yeah. risk. Continue in what you what you on the at least in the sense of if Jesus told you to do it. Yeah. Stick with it and say, That's Yo, right. God, help me here. Help me out here. And Jesus will meet you there and he will help you yeah. through the storm. Yeah. Because because it, it didn't say that when Jesus was there, the storm ceased because the storm right, still right, went right, on. Right. The storm was crazy. The storm was going on the mm-hmm. whole time. The storm ceased when he got back into the boat. Mm. And Jesus will always lead us to a shore end. Mm. He'll always get us from point A to point B, and then sometimes back to point A if you got to go back to A. So Jesus is going to be with you, but you just got to talk to him. You got to be there with him, and you got to stay focused on him. The point, and that's the key. The point of the chaos is to change our focus, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it did with Peter. Exactly. Uh, you know, Hebrews twelve. I'm thinking of Hebrews twelve. It talks about laying aside all the weights and sin, and that so easily hinder our progress. But then verse two, it says, "Keeping our eyes on Jesus, who is the author yeah. and the finisher of our faith." See, Peter and Jesus, they were in this thing together. Mm-hmm. Jesus was the author of it, and he was going to be the finisher of it. But all that chaos around, and this is the way the devil works. This is the way the world works. It produces so much chaos, so mm-hmm. many waves, and so much wind, and so many, so many distractions, right. so many weights, and so much sin, that it shifts our focus off of the one that's actually empowered us yeah. to conquer our fear, to defy gravity, to right. defy the laws of this universe, to walk on the water. And the moment that our, our focus shift, things kind of start going sideways yeah. because, like it says in John 15, which we looked at a couple weeks ago, apart from him, I can do nothing. Exactly. And so the devil understands that. So he has to cause some separation between us and God mm-hmm. because God's the one that allows us to take these risks and be victorious in the risk taken. Right. You know, um, like David with Goliath. A lot of people saw that as a great risk. Even Saul was like, dude, you don't have any armor, and he's been a warrior right. since his youth. You're barely a youth. Yeah. So everybody saw the risk, but David saw the risk, but he knew the victory because he knew God. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, and even out there at battle, he, what was he doing? He was obviously not focused on the giant. He was focused on God because he's like, my yeah. God on this day will slay this giant. Yeah. So it's all about focus, right? And uh, so we can't be moved by that stuff. And the, and the greatest thing you can do is what Peter did is if you start feeling these storms and these yeah. waves creeping in, okay, Jesus, help me. Yeah, keep my focus Let's on you right now. stay focused on you. Yeah, because yeah. you as a young person, there's going to be so many things. I'm assuming you're a young person listening. I, you could be an older person. You as a what person. Is, what is old? I don't know. I mean, come on. Who we, knows I mean, anymore? Yeah, we lived a, for 120 years. You as a person. You as a human being. Yeah. <laughs> as you're out there on the water, as you're taking the leap of faith, as you're risking failure, as you're... As 
because you're starting a new job or you're mm-hmm. starting yeah. a school new career. or you're, you're in a new relationship or mm-hmm. whatever it may be, there's going to be doubts that can come in your mm-hmm. mind, whether it's outside opinions, whether mm-hmm. it's social media, whether it's your own thoughts sure. or whatever. There's going to be things that creep in to try to make you think yep. that the risk wasn't worth it mm. or that this, this is going to fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that there's no point that you were just you and you cannot. And this takes us back to the beginning yeah. of what Robert said of like how, uh, you know, why would God use me or whatever? Or what, yeah. You know, and it, it, God is using you yeah. because of you. Yeah. You know, and, and what you are called to do is what you are supposed to do. So don't doubt right. that. Don't yeah. doubt that word. You know, your word is not my word, mm. and I, I'm not going to be told your word. So if Jesus gives you a word, you need to hold on to that. Hold be it, fight with it, warfare be, with be it. Be confident that Jesus gave you yeah. a word. Yeah. And don't let your focus get off of that. And when the enemy tries to come, pray to God. Yeah. Go to God. Yeah. Grab a hold of that focus and home back in on him. Yeah, and keep it. And I can't even imagine what was going through Peter's mind. I mean, like, I would probably be thinking as I'm out there, like, I can't do this. This is water. I'm a man. I'm walking <laughs> on water, you know. This is crazy. And just so when God gives us a word, you can't base the authenticity of that word off of your intellect. Mm-hmm. And I think we struggle sometimes. Fear is of the mind, not of the heart, because mm-hmm. the the flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Yeah. And so the spirit is always like, go. Yeah. Do. Be with him. You can do this. You know, you're more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Go, and you can do all things through Christ who mm-hmm. strengthens you. But I think sometimes the natural kicks in and our mental, and this is why we got to renew our mind with the yeah. Word of God. Um, so you can stay true to that word that he's spoken to you because you can't back off of mm. it. And you've got to understand that that is my connection to do what I am doing is him. Amen. And so I'm going to fight to stay connected to him. I'm going to fight to be with him. And as I do that, whatever it is, career, new school, new relationship, it's like we spoke a couple of weeks ago. If, gener- if Jesus is the center of all of it, mm-hmm then I have the strength and the yeah. power that I need to make this work Yeah, because he is my strength. Yeah. He is my power. And when I stay focused on him, and that's why everything tries to interfere with this relationship because everything we do is based off of that relationship. Yeah. And so the, the more, and I found this to be true in my own life, the more I engage in that relationship, the more confidence I have mm. to do all these things we're talking that's about. so good. And so that's the most important yeah thing for me to risk failure yeah is engage with him i like that and then i'll be able to do all these other things amen and much like peter jesus was the center of his life yeah he he left everything everything for jesus yeah and so that's why he had the confidence to true to even initially ask to get out of the boat and that's why i had the confidence to ask for help so in the, I guess to bring back a couple weeks ago, if you haven't listened to that, I believe we called it like the center of it all, the middle of it all. I can't, remember, I can't remember how I titled <laughs> it. But maybe so many go, of these, go back I don't know. and listen to that because that might help mm. you in your your risking failure, your stepping out in faith. When you keep God in the center of it all, He's not going to lead you astray because right. you're going towards Him. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, you are moving towards God, so you're not going to go crazy. You're not going to go. You're not going to go off off center. You're, if yeah. you're going towards the center of your life, which is Jesus, He's yep. always going to lead you the right direction. Always. Because he is the way. Yep. He is the truth, and he is the life, and he's the only way. Hey. He's the only truth. Only way. Don't listen to any other truth that might lead you astray because Jesus is the truth, and he's the way, the truth that leads you to life. There was no other way for Peter to walk on the water but with Jesus. That's right. There's no other way. Yeah. This only happens one way. Yeah. (laughs) And it's with the truth, the life, 
and the way, yeah. which is Jesus Christ. Right. So the calling that you have on your life, which mm. you're called to do, the only way. Yeah, that's right. Is Jesus. That's right. You might be able to get something that is close, mm-hmm. but it will never be as big or as great it that's can be exactly without right. Jesus. That's exactly right. You might be a basketball player, but maybe you're not going to be the best basketball player or the right position mm-hmm. or the right school or the right team or the right uh, coaching position that you want, whatever mm-hmm. it looks like for you. It's not going to be the highest and best without following the way yeah. of Jesus. Yeah. And even with that being said, you can be the best at something, but without his supernatural grace and failure, there's some doors that are supposed to open yeah. may remain closed to you because mm-hmm. there are only doors he can open. Oof. And so it all starts with him and it all ends with him. He is the author and the finisher of our faith mm-hmm. and this life. We were created by him and for him. All things were created by him and for him as the word of God teaches us. And so it's just important, no matter what it is, to be the best politician, to be the best engineer, to mm. be the best husband, to be the best mother, to be the best son, the best daughter, best youth pastor, best associate pastor. It's all based in him yeah. because the power to be who we are comes from him. Amen. And so you will never risk failure. You will never step out on the water if your life is absent from the one who gives you the power to do those things. And so I think it's just vital that we protect that connection. Yep. And as we do, your favorite quote will become a reality in our life because then we're not afraid of anything because yep. we, the, just that one scripture again, with God before me, mm-hmm. who can be against me? Yeah. And the two of us together, we got this. Yeah. And what's awesome is there is no failure in Jesus. There is zero failure. That is so true and, and so he'll good. he'll always turn it for good no matter what. So yep. even if you try something and you do something that doesn't quite pan out in the way that you saw it or even the way you were told it would happen, God will use it. Yeah. God will perfect it because it says over in Romans 8 that he, he turns things for good That's for right. those that love him yeah. and Amen. trust him. Yep. Those that love him and trust him. That's right. If you trust God, yep. like like Jesus and Peter, if you if you have a trust there, mm-hmm. he's gonna turn it for you. That's he's so gonna good. help you and he's always gonna help you. Always. Always. Boom. Woo! Love you guys so it's much. A good one. It's a good one today. Yeah. I like it. Appreciate it, bro. Risk some, some failure today, guys. If Do you, it. if Get you got out something, there. if you feel it in your heart, you feel it in your mm. soul. Go for it, man. Do it. I, well, first talk to God. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Ask so God. Good. Ask Jesus. Say, yo, what is this? Am I supposed to do it? And if it still feels right, go for it. Yeah, and learn how to get comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a young person, well, it doesn't even matter what age you are. If you're in the youth ministry. <laughs> you're a person. If you're, if, you're, if you're in big church, get used to risking. I would encourage you to do this, and Cody and I will take on this challenge. I'm, I'm extending Uh-oh. him into this. Okay, there's and, the smart A goals and now the risk yeah, goal. Yeah, <laughs> risk goals. Yeah, that's a good, actually. Let's go with some risk goals. Uh, invite someone to church. Okay. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. Get comfortable living in that, you know, uh, is it Top Gun, the danger zone? The uh, danger zone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah! Anyways, uh, get comfortable living in the danger zone. Uh. <laughs> you know, uh, get out there. Take some risk today. And, you know, maybe to Jesus it's not that big of a risk. But to us, sometimes we are so concerned about what others are going to think and about even our faith. Take a risk today. Invite someone to church this yeah. week. Invite them to midweek service. Invite them to youth. Invite them to a big church worship. And send get, them a podcast. Send Do them a something. podcast. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Get comfortable taking risk in him. Yeah. And as you get comfortable, it becomes second nature. And then we begin to operate in these things and just, man, stuff happens. Amen. Love it. Love you guys. Boom. Keep those topics and those submissions oh, yeah. coming. Seawall.org slash ablaze podcast maybe we should start like a good talk page i don't know maybe they make it make it a little bit easier i don't know we'll, we'll figure it out but keep those comments coming keep yeah. those questions coming let us know uh how you risk failure yes this week. do it we're, we're gonna we're gonna find out we're gonna ask you about it yeah. so we'll see all right love you guys we'll see you on the next one Bye. bye